Welcome to Retirement Unlimited with Randy Barkley. Retirement Unlimited is an informative weekly radio program dedicated to offering factual information and sound advice for those wanting to know more about retirement planning. Proper advice depends on complete analysis of all the facts and circumstances. Information given on this program is in the nature of general financial comments and cannot be relied upon as pertaining to your specific situation. Listeners should consult their own financial advisor or conduct their own due diligence before making any financial decisions. This is to protect your assets. Randy Barkley is a California life insurance agent. California license number 0518567. Advisory services offered through Tricord Advisors Incorporated. Tricord Advisors Inc. is a registered investment advisor. Now, here's Randy Barkley. Welcome to Retirement Unlimited. This is the radio program that is dedicated to helping you make smart decisions about your money. I'm your host, Randy Barkley, and I'm here with Jeremiah Lee. We are with Tricord Advisors. Tricord is a registered investment advisory firm, and we are located in Riverside. We serve the Inland Empire. We are certified financial planners, and there's two other individuals in our office that are also certified. Jeremiah has the additional distinction of being an attorney, and he helps our clients with their legal things, such as estate planning and other contractual issues. If you'd like to know more about our company, what I, what I strongly suggest is that you go to our website, which is www.retirementunlimited.com, or just simply call. Our phone number is 951-684-7011. Now, every week, what we do is we divide our program into three segments. The first segment is called Retirement Update. The second one is Tactical Asset Management. And the third one is news you can use. Now, in the first segment of the program today under retirement update, Jeremiah, there has been a rush of people that are that from baby boomers in particular that are stepping into retirement. You know, normally there has been something like uh, about 2 million people per year that have stepped into retirement. But now last year, there was 3 million people that stepped into retirement. Right. And the question is, how many of those were on purpose? Right. How many of those just re-envisioned their life because of COVID? And how many of those were forced, in essence, to retire early, that they were pushed out of their job and they were a couple of years from retirement? So they just said, fine, I, I don't have a job. Yeah. And I mean, we've had some clients where we've had to, I wouldn't say hold their hands, but we've had to walk them through some critical times because they got terminated yeah. because of COVID. And that was it, hard. It, it is hard. You have to reimagine your plan. You know, of you know, we pre-retirement, we do all sorts of planning with our clients. Right. Um, and they're prepared for when they're going to retire, but but a lot of those dates changed. So we had to go and kind of kick the tires, stress right. test the plan, see what's going to happen. And a lot of that was was dealing with some, I guess, unique risks that come up in retirement. You know, right? Um, we'll talk a, a few of them, but one of them just being longevity of, of how how long am I going to live? How how do I plan for that? Right. You know? I mean, again, it's there's a lot of risks that come into. I mean, when you're retiring early, of course, the biggest the biggest concern we have, like you said, is longevity risk is how long will you live and the savings and the retirement uh, that becomes part of it. And you're wondering, OK, what what am I going what am I going to do next? You know, and it's hard. It's hard. It's yeah. hard. tough to cho- tough choices. When like we talked we just talked about earlier, the the immediate shock of it, a lot of our clients, you know, they're professionals. And as they look to retire, we've set out a plan that they're going to eliminate their debt before they retire. And they're probably going to move into some consulting after they retire from full-time work. Well, for some folks, that, that just no longer became an option. Right. They hadn't quite paid down their house or paid off their debt. And hopping into a part-time uh, consulting arrangement wasn't going to work either. And so. during COVID, 
that wasn't readily available. I mean, it's not, it's not as though they could just, you know, open up the one ad, so to speak, and get a job. It was more difficult than that during COVID. That's right. And the statistic you kind of pull out at the beginning that usually there's about 2 million folks who are retiring each year. That's, that's been kind of consistent over the past decade. Whereas in this last, in 2020, it was 3 million. The, the estimates are that 20% of that went early um, because they had to, right. you know, it, it was more than planned. It, it was just simply that they right. um, had to kind of roll off. Yeah. And I think the, the biggest, um, the biggest issue that most people have when they retire, all of a sudden they run into kind of a chaotic time. They have a tendency to pull back on their investment structure. Mm. They have a tendency to move money into safe harbor, so to speak. And that really is going to hurt them a lot over time, you know, particularly if they're younger and they live a long time. Yeah, very potentially. So classic wisdom is as you get closer to retirement, you make your portfolio a little more conservative, right? You start toning down the risk, you're ready to retire, you kind of lock things in. But once you retire, now what? And then right. the, the comments and new studies that are coming out are basically saying that if people take down their risk too far early on, they're kind of foregoing some growth that's going to help them get through this longevity. And so for our clients, I mean, there's lots of strategies for this. Our clients, we usually work with a few buckets to say, here's your daily spending bucket. Here's a savings bucket that might have you know, a year or two of, of funding in it. And then here's your, your more aggressive investment. And what that allows us to do often, because they have a couple of years of, of available funds, it's invested real conservatively. It allows that third bucket to be more aggressive. And yes, they- yes, what we refer to as that pension-like income that we try to create for you. So another risk is obviously it's health risk. And if you retire before Medicare age, uh, you have a lot of choices to make. And of course, then you've got the other aspects of healthcare delivery down the road at a later time. But a lot of times it's just the immediate need of health insurance. Yeah, a couple of years. You know, if right. you have to retire at 62, you've got three years. You have to figure out whether it's you know, if you're in California, a, a, you know, a covered California plan or some other um, mechanism. But, but that's always a, a planning need, the increased health, car, health costs until you're 65. And I think... Um, you know, again, we, we can talk about all the different risk factors. If you happen to be listening to us, you know, if you've lost your job because of the, either voluntarily or, or uh, involuntarily, it, it creates a, a gap in your life. You're, you don't have a place to go to. And the long road ahead is, is, is if you're not prepared for it, is somewhat scary. It is, mm-hmm. is uncertain. You don't know exactly what it's going to, what it's going to end up being for you. And this is where having a plan is so critical, particularly with a plan that has a dynamic aspect to it that we can make adjustments to it right away. Right. And, and some people think of planning, you know, if they're going to retire at 65, that's their plan. They think of planning at 64 and a half. Mm-hmm. And, and that's much too late. I mean, to have a plan in your 30s and then in your 40s and then your 50s, all the way through retirement it is what we endeavor to have for our clients. They always know where they're headed, you know, and it, it's more of a compass and less of a map type of a thing just to say, I know where right. I'm headed. I know the direction we're heading in. Um, and I'm going to make updates as we go. And then, like you said, if someone has to retire early, one, you'd like to already have a plan in place for that. But then two, that plan is going to be different in their retirement. Like you said, you, they might have to stay more engaged in the market just to kind of deal with that extra time they have in retirement. Yeah. We just talked to um, a client here recently and that uh, this new government mandate that if you work for the government or government contractor, if you don't have your vaccination, you get terminated. He mm-hmm. said that his employer is now reaching out and actually giving incentives to those people that have vaccinations to stay on longer and actually giving them some kind of a bonus to stay on because they expect they're going to have a loss of, of key employees through this thing. Yeah. And there's a natural group that that would be retiring. 
Right. So you know, a group that would be retiring, but is vaccinated, they're, they're trying to incentivize those folks to work a couple more years, knowing that they're going to have other folks who are not vaccinated, who are going to leave. And that's, that's just a new dynamic. You know, that, yeah. that didn't exist a few years ago. They had this, you know, vaccination status concern mm-hmm. that was either driving people to leave the company or actually having a company trying to keep people to stay for a couple more years yeah. and giving them good incentives to do so. And, you know, the conversation with him is that he could probably retire in the near future in a couple of years or so. And the company would hire him back. There's no guarantee of that, of course, but hire him back as a consultant. Mm-hmm. And we showed on the plan where that really filled in the gaps for them. Yep. So that they're, they weren't in a negative cash flow. They weren't taking out a principal in order to meet their, their mm-hmm. monthly needs and annual expenses and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. There's, there's a lot of ways to deal with these gaps, you know, but right. I think the first step is making a plan to identify them mm-hmm. and then kind of earmarking either assets or strategies, or like you said, consulting that. There's a lot of folks who don't want to just jump from full-time work straight to retirement. Right. They, they like the idea of a stair step. And financially, that might be really valuable to their plan. I mean, a lot of folks who are working professionals, for them to get a consulting job to make forty or 50000 feels easy to them. You know, say, right. I, I could do that. I could work and not be as stressed and still make enough money to really plug some key gaps here. Yeah. And I think the, you know what we want to get across to you in this segment of the program is that there's a lot of risk that you're faced with, particularly when you are not meeting your plan deadlines. And that's where you need to build a plan and have a structure and develop a strategic plan that is dynamic enough to be able to take into consideration those changes in your life financially so that you're okay. In other words, we want you to make sure that you you don't outlive your money, but your money outlives you. If you need some help, if you want to sit down and talk with us, we'd be more than happy to sit down and and just listen to what your biggest concerns are and help you initially at least enter into a road of um, plan development. Give us a call. Our phone number is 951-684-7011. Remember, the first interview is always free. You know, retirement is supposed to be a secure time. Are you secure? Do you and your loved ones have the information needed to make the right decisions about retirement? You need counsel, not another salesperson, an advisor that looks out for your interest more than theirs. This is Dennis Prager, and I'd like you to call Randy Barkley, a certified financial planner who's been serving the Inland Empire for over 26 years. He's a retirement specialist who works for you on all the important and often confusing things that determine how comfortable you are in retirement. Call Randy Barkley for a free consultation and learn for yourself what I've learned he can be trusted. Randy Barkley, 888-627-8371, 888-627-8371. Or visit me, Randy Barkley, at retirementunlimited.com. Advisory services offered through Tricord Advisors Incorporated, a registered investment advisor, clearing through TD Ameritrade, member FINRA, SIPC, MSRB. AM 590, the answer. Welcome back. This is the section of the program that we refer to as tactical asset management. We're going to talk about something. We probably have different views on this. We might. (laughs) (laughs) We've had a lot of discussion in our office about this, and that is Roth conversions. Mm -hmm. Um, I've talked to several clients about it. When I do the calculations, it always seems to be the the doorstopper is the amount of taxes they've got to pay on it. what do you think? Yeah, I mean, as a bit of, I guess, context. So most people know you have a retirement account, like a, right. a, a IRA, and you've put all that money in tax-free. You haven't paid taxes on it yet. Well, there's also another set called Roth IRAs that the, you pay the taxes first, and then they grow without taxes. The main difference being when you're in retirement, 
you take money out of an IRA, you have to pay taxes on that money. If you take money out of a Roth, it's tax-free. And so halfway through, you know, partway through, you can take what was an IRA that's growing, convert it into a Roth IRA, pay the taxes at that moment. And then in the future, when you take them out, they're tax-free. So the question is, do you want to pay your taxes now or do you want to pay them later? And we do the math to say, well, is it useful? Is it, is it beneficial? Are you betting on future tax rates? Yeah, but the Roth, the Roth is supposed to eliminate all your taxes, right? It's, you're never supposed to pay any taxes once you do the Roth, right? Right. As soon as you pay it, you're good. And, and the break-even <laughs> is, is always interesting. So there's a few things at play here. One is we don't know what the future holds. You know, we anticipate there's probably going to be higher taxes, but we don't actually know that. Um, the other is how long you're going to live. You know, how many years do you have to really enjoy this extra growth that's tax-free? And the, the one that usually is the killer at times is uh, you have to pay a big tax bill yeah. in, in that moment. And we had some clients recently, we sat down and it was a six-figure tax, well, six-figure figure gains, which was going to be strong, high taxes. Right. And it was just more than they were willing to add on to their normal income. But rightly so, it, you know, it's, it's a very reasonable analysis. Yeah, and I, I think that... Um... You know, when, when we've done the calculations and we figure out what the rate of return on capital has to be to make up for the taxes that you have to pay, and that's not even taken into account the taxes that you saved on the contribution amount when you put money in, but you, you're in your 80s and maybe even close to 90 yeah. before you're at a break even on a conversion like this. Yeah, potentially. And the key thing, and there's a few articles we read about this recently, one was saying 90 years old. It, it's right. not a you know, moment to hear, you know, it's small and steady gains at the, the, the Roth right. is, is catching up and then starts beating what would have been the total return for an IRA. But, you know, you're, you're into your 90s. And if, if you are able to hold money um, well into your 90s and not use it, and mm -hmm. you didn't need to, and you had other funds to fund your life, and it was more either inheritance money or just late in life money, um, doing a Roth probably makes a lot of sense. So you're saying if the wealth figure or the wealth amount, if your assets reach a certain point, doing a Roth might be a good thing to do then. And it might be good to say for your uh, beneficiaries, your, your descendants right. to say, rather than handing them an IRA, which they have to pay the taxes on, you take the tax hit and you pass on this money that's going to be tax-free. There's some benefits there. You know, it, it seems good. The interesting thing I, I think is as you look at time, you know, right. if, you're, if you're 35, if you're 40. Um, now, see, I, I think when you're younger, a Roth makes sense, particularly if you've contributed. And again, that's part of the planning. Yeah. If you're putting money into a tax deductible plan, and you're building up what, what I refer to as your pension when you reach into retirement. If you got excess there, then putting money into Roth uh, after-tax contributions makes sense. Yeah, it does. And whether you convert it at one moment and say, oh, the taxes, I'm at a lower tax rate, maybe you're going to get a big raise. <laughs> Do it now. Don't wait. Um, but, but the math is tough on all these. And then there's the, the math, and then there's the convincing someone to pay the taxes. Down. Right. One item that, that is interesting that, that we've not had a client actually choose to do this, but, but we discuss it, is doing it slowly over time. Right. If you had, say you had a first job, you know, did well there, and you now moved on to your second job. So that what was a 401k is turned into a IRA now. Right. To kind of year by year eat at it and convert bit by bit in it from a regular IRA into a Roth. And so, so you add, I don't know, five, ten thousand dollars of taxes each year right. with the intention that saying over the next 10 years. I'm going to build up this pool of Roth money that I'll have at my retirement. Yeah, I mean, I think I think the key for us is that those tax brackets. You know, you're you've got these uh, marginal tax brackets. So if you're in a certain tax bracket upon retirement, and let's say it it takes ten twenty thousand dollars before you get into the next bracket, maybe a Roth conversion. So you you stay within that bracket and do it by stair steps, not all at once. Mm -hmm. Because if you do it all at once, most likely that's going to throw you into the highest tax bracket, isn't it? Yeah, or throw you at least up another one. Oh, yeah. 
And so for a lot of folks, you know, if they were interested in doing this and they were not, you know, right at retirement, or, uh, but, but have a little bit of time, it might be a reasonable method to start walking at knowing that the real value is going to be you know, your late eighties and into your nineties, you'll just be ahead. Uh, yeah. And that's a, that's a long time to plan, you know, one to live that long, but two to have the excess money, but it, it's, it's kind of almost legacy planning. I feel like. Yeah. And I think, again, I think depending upon what your mentality is, if you're trying to build up capital and income, that's going to be perpetual, uh, almost perpetual for your children and grandchildren, a Roth makes sense. But if you're somebody who says, no, my life is to be lived, I'm going to give advantage to my children. But after a certain point in time, the money that I have, I'm going to give away a lot of it. Mm -hmm. And again, through IRAs, now you can give away $100,000 a year from your required minimum distributions after 70. And that helps to reduce your taxable event on those accounts. Um, but again, we bring that into the planning process. Depends, it depends upon what the individual's needs and wants are. It's n- no plan is going to be, you know, it's not a cookie cutter that you automatically right. put something on the board and say that fits for everybody because everybody's different. Everybody has different attitudes and requirements and, mm-hmm. and desires what they want to accomplish. Yeah. But it's a tool. It's one more tool in the right. arsenal and a good thing to, you know, people listening, a good thing to think about, you know, could a Roth conversion make sense? for you and is it something that you would do all at once or something you could kind of stair step into to kind of build yourself that that Roth fund for retirement yeah I think I think you know for me personally um I've really thought about this I'm older than you of course but I don't see a lot of advantages because the amount of time it takes to make back the taxes Mm -hmm. that would have to be paid to do that conversion and I have in my mind uh, a different payout as far as what I would do with that money yeah. um, regarding charitable giving and such as that to help offset the taxes on that. But somebody younger, I can see where a Roth contribution makes a lot of sense. Yep, it really could. But again, it's like you said initially, it's it's doing the numbers, you know, crunching the math, and then also comparing what that individual person wants. So you say if someone's charitably minded, it, it may not be the best option for them. But if, right. if someone you know didn't have big charities that they were connect, connected to. Um, it could really be a good benefit in retirement. Yeah, and I think at the end of the day, I, I guess I'm I'm always skeptical about what the government is mm-hmm. going to do or not do. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's been some there's been some people in the Congress, you know, kind of talking about all these excess monies that are building up inside of these tax deferred programs, and will they start to tax at certain levels? I don't know. I mean, again, I, I've heard this rumblings, you know, for a long time, and I think that would be it would be really hard for them to go back and change. The tax laws based upon the contributions. I think the the public would probably uh, punish them pretty pretty severely if they did that. But at the same point in time, government can change tax policy. Like for example, the RMDs changed. Mm-hmm. So for even Ross, you've got a ten year max. You can't just extend this out for you know forever yep. for these kids. Yeah. So anyway, uh, we we could talk back and forth about this, but I think we're going to have probably a different view based upon what each individual wants to accomplish and what they're trying to, as far as their legacy planning in particular. So. Yeah. What they want to accomplish and what they're willing to do now. I mean, to, right. to take that tax hit now is, is a big choice. Right. So. so anyway, if you'd like to know more information about this, again, always comes back to a building a plan, a strategy that works best, that fits your unique goals and perspectives. Give us a call. Phone number here is 951 951- Six eight four seven zero one one. Stay tuned for our next section. We're going to talk about news you can use. 
Hi, this is Hugh Hewitt. Hey, if you're retired or approaching retirement, listen up. Retirement planning is critical to your financial health. And like choosing the right doctor, your financial planner must be able to understand your concerns, help you navigate through your retirement, which can be filled with uncertainty, volatility. Certified financial planner Randy Barkley has been assisting clients for 30 years by helping them understand all the information that to most of us can be overwhelming. Go to retirementunlimited.org or call Randy Barkley for a no-obligation appointment at 888-627-8371. That's 888-627-8371, retirementunlimited.org. Advisory services offered through Tricord Advisors Incorporated, a registered investment advisor, clearing through TD Ameritrade, member FINRA, SIPC, MSRB. AM 590, the answer. Welcome back. This is the section of the program that we refer to as news you can use. Hey, I just want to start out, Jeremiah, to tell people that are listening to us that if you are 65 and older, this is the open enrollment period. You know, you have from October 15th through December 7th to make changes to your Medicare plan. And if we have, we just have an article. In fact, we're going to have a later, we're going to have an expert come on our program here in a couple of weeks that's going to spend a lot of time talking about Medicare and all the different options that are available. But if you'd like to have a copy of this article, it says key points on Medicare open enrollment, give us a call. You know, we'll be more than happy to send it out to you. It's just kind of a, kind of a checkoff list. Um, one of the articles that I clipped out and and Jeremiah, this really falls down into your bailiwick, so to speak. Um, you are an attorney and the, and the article is titled Five Questions to Ask if You Are an Executor of an Estate. Mm-hmm. This is These are pretty important things, huh? Yeah, and many of you out there, I'm sure know, but an executor is often someone who steps in the shoes of someone who just passed away. It's usually named in a will um, that you are now in charge. And people use executor to mean all sorts of things. There's a technical legal meaning, but most people mean you know, successor trustee, executor of the will, it, they kind of group all that together. So often you don't have to give your permission. They just name you. And so <laughs> day one, you know, they pass away and you're grieving and then you realize you're now in charge. I've heard you ask that where people says, well, you got this person named as the executor of the successor trustee. Have you asked them? Right. Or, or told them or, or told them know, or, <laughs> yeah. know where the documents are, right. know where the keys and the passwords are. Yeah. So uh, the first question, if you're named as an executor, that means you're now in charge. So the first question I always think is great is who's, who's on your team? You know, that's the one they have here is, you know, what attorneys or CPAs or accountants or financial advisors, who else knows things about right. this person who just passed away and maybe was present to help set them up? That, that is the first place to go to. Um, the second is, is kind of gathering the documents. Right. Um, you know, some people have copies of wills and trusts. Others got to go search for them. But those are the, the key items you're going to need to look at. Uh, then it kind of jumps over you know, after you have kind of a team, you know, the key players. And then you've got kind of the key documents it's starting to look at the finances a bit to say, what are the immediate needs? I mean, if, if they had a home that it needs to have, you know, some security on it or a gardener, um, right. you know, or mortgage, if, mortgage, if there's any beneficiaries who are, you know, need money quickly, what, what almost like fast money do you have? Right. And making sure that's secure and ready to be used. And then the next is kind of the, the, I guess the long-term money of how are things invested? Right. Often if someone's in their eighties or so um, they're invested more conservatively. And if the new beneficiaries are much younger, maybe changing that long-term money to a more aggressive investment approach is a, is a good, not to say a first step, but an, an early step to say right. this is what's needed. Kind of the last of the, the questions is what, what are the heirs looking for? You know, do they understand the timeline that this might be a you know, six month to a year process? Uh, it's not just a quick thing. So five questions saying who's on the team? What documents do I have? What short-term money do I have? What long-term money do I have? 
And do the heirs understand that this is a process? If you'd like to have a copy of this article, we'd be more than happy to send it out to you. It's just kind of a quick review. And if you happen to be in line and be named as an executor of an estate, these are things that you should probably be able to know and be able to, able to ask questions about. Give, uh, give myself or Jeremiah a call at uh, 684-7011 or just go simply to our website, which is www.retirementunlimited.com. Until next week, folks, may you grow in wisdom and knowledge. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to Retirement Unlimited with Randy Barkley. For more information about today's show or other questions regarding your retirement planning, call Randy at 951-684-7011. That's 951-684-7011. Remember, retirement planning is a process, not a product. So call Randy at 951-684-7011 or visit his website at retirementunlimited.com. And be sure to tune in next week for another edition of Retirement Unlimited. Proper advice depends on complete analysis of all the facts and circumstances. The information given on this program is in the nature of general financial comment and cannot be relied upon as pertaining to your specific situation. Listeners should consult their own financial advisor or conduct their own due diligence before making any financial decisions. This is to protect your assets. Randy Barkley is a California life insurance agent. California license number 0518567. Advisory services offered through Tricord Advisors Incorporated. Tricord Advisors Inc. is a registered investment advisor.